I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, guys? It's Gina, the producer. And we just had an amazing interview with Jerry Ferrara, a.k.a. Turtle from Entourage. Yes, the god, the legend himself, Turtle, was in the house. Of course, he's on the new show, Power, with 50 Cent. Um, he's doing all kinds of cool stuff. He's just got engaged to a beautiful young actress, and um, just he's doing, he's doing big, big things. We had a really great interview. Quickly, I just want to remind you guys to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes and give us a little rating and a review. We would really appreciate that. It helps out the show so much. But without any further delay, we started off asking jerry about the show power and what it's like to work with 50 cent so uh, yeah check that out he absolutely uh, is very good at marketing and promoting stuff and he always has a plan uh look i i guess you could say this is the third time our paths have kind of crossed because he had a cameo years ago on entourage and he had a cameo yeah. in a movie um i had worked on las vegas so right uh you know, he's so it's really, meant to be that you guys be together. I guess I'm happy he kind of helped create this show because I'm, I'm I'm glad to be on it and it's 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 really killing it right now. They're on a special run. They got something really good happening. Oh, so you're set. teasing us. You're te well, like you're teasing us because I mean the the end of season three. Like I'm all, I just can't believe that people anybody has survived this long in the show. <laughs> I mean, it's such a dangerous world that they're in. It's certainly, I, I mean, on Entourage, we were never in fear of really getting killed off. I mean, there was jokes <laughs> every now and then of, oh, if you, you don't like it, we'll kill you off. But on a show like Power, it, it really is weird because you just, that's part of the creativity where you never, they, like, anything can happen to any of these characters at any time. So uh, you don't want to get the call from the showrunner and be like, turn in your script and your or your iPad and your your you know we're oh, killing no. you off. So, that um, that means that your character is done for. It's it's certainly nothing any actor wants to to see or have happen. You don't want to be Game of Thrones as they call it now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. They, they they go to a whole other level for sure. But yeah. yes, that's Jerry, for people who haven't seen the show, do you want to just give us kind of a little synopsis of what's going on on it? Yeah. So. Power, obviously, it's set in, in kind of the underground drug world in New York City, and it's about two lifelong friends who are part of that world, and they've reached success, and one sort of, the ghost character, wants to go legit. Right, and he's the main character. He's the main character. But he they wants keep to, pulling him back in. And right? uh, his, his partner in the drug trade, Tommy, wants to still be about that life very much, Tommy. so it's a power struggle in that sense, and then you factor in their families and the other side of things, which is law enforcement. It's all one big power struggle. For and aren't there a couple of women also in Ghost's life, like also struggling for power? There certainly was a, uh, it has been an epic love triangle to, to always, say. Always, you know, a show always needs a love triangle. There has, there has been one for sure. And I'm, I've never been a part of people like taking teams or fans of a show, be like, oh, I'm team Ghost or team Tommy or team Tasha. And 
it does have, I, I see it on Twitter with this show and I've never been a part of live tweeting a show before. Entourage was pre Twitter for the most part. And it's really unique to watch the power fans like live tweet. the oh, show. Oh yeah. I mean, they go wild. I mean, they're just as competitive as 50 cent. You talk about instant, well, the instant feedback of it, like you kind of know right away when something really works and when something sort of works. Right. Cause you they go it. crazy. Entourage did feel to me though, like such a modern show and that it was always commenting on like things that had happened in Hollywood recently. It was yeah. always incorporating yeah, it worked real life Hollywood yeah, and, I mean, it, and real life people. Like they would talk about yes, real people. It was, and it was so well designed, like pre, all the social media it was so well designed for that just too bad it, it wasn't still going while that was on did you now obviously being turtle like this is such an iconic character how did you how did you work this character and invent this person that's become such a big part of the entourage and so i mean is there a turtle in every entourage or how did you come up with this i just yeah i mean i think there's like a turtle in every group for sure which to me it's always been in every guy group or do you think, no, in, I think in, in a girl group i of think friends? in any group which to me what i always at least tried to do with the character i hope i succeeded was just that blind loyalty like the most loyal friend no matter what like the turtle character as far as he was concerned vince was the biggest star in the world he was the best actor on the planet whether that's true or not <laughs> yeah, maybe it wasn't uh, so good right best looking guy he, there's no that's wrong undeniable. there's no wrong that vince could do so he loved that pablo escobar movie he was <laughs> he was you know he was pro medellin oh, right. was, yeah he was pro medellin um so that was definitely something I sought off to do. And a lot of it was, um, it was a more, a younger version of myself. And I, I grew up with a guy who I sort of modeled a little bit after the character and, and Doug Allen actually. Was, was this guy in your friend group? Was he, were you the one, was he the one who was loyal to you or you loyal to him? No, he, it was both. It was both for sure. But I grew up with him. He actually passed away at a very young age. Oh, and no. Doug Allen, the creator of Entourage, without really me even asking when it was time for Turtle to get a real name, which I've been asking for since like season two. <laughs> he always told me season eight, never thinking we'd get to season eight. And he named Turtle after my friend oh, who passed that's really away. Sweet. Which, uh, uh, it's totally sweet. Did, Ar did, Ari did Ari's wife ever get a name? Uh, yes, she did. I think it was the, always Mrs. Ari. <laughs> I think it was the last or second to last episode. It is Melissa. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can see that. By, by the time she's single, she needed her own name, right? She couldn't go after, be, be single as Mrs. Ari. Yeah. yeah after that would break up. It wouldn't work. <laughs> um, I mean, I just love that show so much. How, I mean, that must've been the most fun thing to shoot ever. Cause you, do you guys become real life good friends when you were hanging out so much or not so much? Or, did, no. or was it that you became like one of those groups, like the Beatles where you just like, couldn't, you had to go and apart. No, it, it was very much a friendship from, from the beginning. Um, and it, you spend 40 to 60 weeks with somebody like anybody in any workplace, uh, you, you grow to have feelings for them, like as family, you know, I look at those guys like brothers, we've been through so much together. And has it always been perfect? No, we've had arguments like any friend group, you know, but for the most part, like we, we were doing this, and I was at Kevin Connolly's like 30th birthday, you know, right? and now, you know, I think he just turned 40s. Like we know we, I was 23 when the show wow. started, I'm 36, like a lot has happened in that yeah. time period. So. Are you, um, obviously there's, People always ask you this, but are we ever going to get any more or is, are you guys done? No, I, I'm, I can. So the movie was it? The movie was it um, for a few different reasons. I think first and foremost, I mean, I don't know how much more we really could have done with these characters. I think 
we've put them all through the ringer and then some. Uh, and then um, Johnny Drama can only screw up so many things, right? It's like <laughs> I mean, he won a he won a Golden Globe award at the end of the show. But I'm sure he'll he would lose it if they brought him right. He yeah. would misplace it, and then he would but have a stress. You know, you know you thing, guys right. have to comfort him. The thing right. is, though, they said that about Second City, uh, not Second City, Sex and the City, and uh, and now. There's talk again that it could be coming back. I thought they buried that in the desert. I know, I, and, and I mean, listen, Entourage the film was it was fun. It was a good film. The Sex and the City second film was not, and they're still talking about bringing it back. Um, I think the 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 major differences there is the the first Sex and the City film was such a. I mean, I think it made like four hundred million dollars worldwide. Like Entourage didn't even approach that kind of level like that was a I one of see. the biggest most successful right. comedies in the history of movies right right know? and and that's a that's why i was always leery when people were trying to say oh this is going to be like the sex in the city movie i'm like if we could be 30 percent as successful as as that project was we'd we'll be happy with that so it was a very successful movie i was happy though when turtle would get a girl because it always felt like you were the one who didn't get the girl. Near the end of the run, though, he was kind of a player. He had a hot girlfriend yeah. from, like, she was like a college girl. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it, uh, redshirting this girl, how, how the much, JV team. You know, the experience, though, of doing that and the experience of, like, trying to make it in Hollywood, how similar was your own personal experience to what your characters went through? I, You know, there was definitely parallels and there was definitely differences like the we were always playing the Vince character as just a budding giant movie star um I've never really been in that position you know I've I've had a really good career and worked a lot but I've never had the options and the choices that the Vince character has had to make that being said though I learned a lot in in the sense of other things that we always tried to preach which was friendship loyalty, having some sort of integrity about whatever it is that's important to you. And it's not all about money and fame and all that stuff. Like you got to still love. I, I always approach acting and all that stuff because I really love to do it. Like I, the fame stuff and all that is just something that comes with it. And Entourage definitely blurred those lines quite often. Well, sp well, speaking of the love, let's talk a little bit about your podcast. You 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 are a podcaster as well, and yes. do you do you host the show with your now fiance? You just got engaged. I do. That was sort of the uh, yes, muscle tough. How long have you been engaged for? Uh, two months now. Okay, so you're a veteran engagee. I, I guess you could say, right? <laughs> like, what's the, the the time marker on it? I guess once you're over a month, you're... That seems fresh to yeah, me. Yeah, I think, yeah. But now, when is there a wedding date set? All being, we're, we're that's, that's all that stuff is very, very much on the table right now. We're going through all that, like, as we speak. I'm sure I'll have to answer some questions right after the, this. The beautiful actress, oh, okay. Brianna Rucano, uh, right? Pardon? Uh, Brianna Rucano, uh, your fiance, is gorgeous. Um, Thank you. Gosh, yes, I, she I, is. I am she, an overachiever. And she's your yeah, pod. She's, is she your podcast producer or co-host or uh, both or both? Everything. Um, this all kind of started with that theory. That's why we called the podcast "Bad for Business." Like, it, it, is it really a bad idea to get in business with each other? We're starting a little tiny business, and we made some good rules of trying not to let it bleed too much into our our personal life, but. Uh, there definitely were some moments where like, should we be doing this? Because I could see where we could maybe start some arguments. But it's it's been, I mean, 110 episodes later, it's been good. Funny, uh, our HR department frowns on that here. But is that yeah, <laughs> not mine. My okay. HR department, we're all good. Well, with especially that. since I'm married, so you right. know that would yeah. be complicated. But so t tell us about your podcast. You how often do you podcast? What do you guys talk about? What's we, your focus? We usually go uh, once a week. It's been a little bit downscale, downsized while. 
powers going on because it's very uh, the schedule is pretty crazy at times. Um, I mean, it's everything. We were very guest driven in the beginning and then sort of spawned off. But I really like the episode. I, I incorporate my family a lot. Like I have my mom on a lot. I have my niece. And <laughs> I love that. On. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can give you guilt right on the show. Basically, like it's all people who have entertained me in my personal life that I'm now trying to just because I just they just to me, they're some of the funniest people I know. So. And what do you guys like to talk about on your sh- on your podcast? Well, for instance, like one of our last episodes I did, I actually with my mother, she, I think she's a hoarder. She likes to think she has a memorabilia collection. Uh, I see. And um, Can you get in her house? Well, we, I, we took the mics into the basement and we were unearthing some of her worldly most prized possessions. And uh, I was eBaying some of them to tell her what some of this stuff is actually worth. And she's not sitting on a multi-million dollar collection of memorabilia. <laughs> she does have some very cool, uh, some very cool stuff though that she's proud of. So listen, they must be so proud of you. Uh, aside from all your success with, like in general, success with being on a hit show, you guys have just been nominated, right, for a People's Choice Award. I just this- heard about that on the way over, actually. Yeah. Oh wow! I think you it just ha- heard. I think it just came out not that long ago. So Gino, uh, I think you've got what's the actual name of that? It, uh, it's the People's Choice Award for the favorite favorite premium drama series. So like premium cable. I, it's I, an I, easy category. It's like House of Cards, uh, Homeland. <laughs> you know, of Thrones. Not, yeah. not a lot of competition in you that category. You could do it. Simple. You could do it. Simple. Well, it's people's choice. So everybody who's listening now, if you like power, it's your choice. So you can vote. That is right. How do you vote? vote? How do you vote for the People's Choice Award? You tweet at the People's Choice What do you do? Does anyone know? I think they have a website. Okay. You go to the People's Choice Award website and you can vote right there. I'll be voting. Yes. You could probably vote multiple times. <laughs> as many times as you would like. <laughs> yeah, we're going to vote a lot. So how did you and your fiancé meet? Now, we were talking a minute ago, or, or just before we started, about how that's a weird word. You feel weird saying the word fiancé. Yeah, it just doesn't It doesn't come out smoothly out of my mouth. Like, I'd much rather say, like, future bride, bride to be, like, fiancé. Oh, that's nice. Just, Here's my future bride. That's very romantic. But I feel like if I just, I, I don't want to refer just as my girlfriend i feel like that yeah because it's more it's been elevated it's more than that now yeah the stakes are higher <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why i just went the dramatic route but yes I, I don't know i'm looking for a better you said how did we meet you asked right that's right um that is a good question oh a mutual friend's birthday party that um we've both known for a while but we've never obviously met before that and we met there and we stayed in touch and it's hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's been over three years now. Did the friend invite you guys at this, like on purpose? Not at all. Oh, so it's just random that you, I mean, not that you um, were invited, but that you would actually kind of get together. A hundred percent. Because also after I saw her and met her, I'm like, there's no chance in hell I have, I have with her. So I just chalked it up to, just chalked it up to another. Why did you think that? I I, I like to. That's just how I am. No sometimes. confidence. Come on, turtle. Like, there's no confidence. <laughs> like you're not you're not really turtle. Like you, of course you can. 
Hey, she, listen, she, I mean, listen. she is beautiful, but I understand. It humility. Worked. It worked. Oh, humility. It worked. I should try that then, right? <laughs> she kind of looks like Emily Radajkowski. I can't I say know. it right. I know. Who could pronounce that name? No, I don't know. I tried. But yeah, she's she's super beautiful. Did, were you... um? Like meeting in real life, like obviously dating apps and people are always meeting on the internet now. And you guys met like the old fashioned way. I feel like that's super romantic. Uh, yeah, I guess is that. Yeah, I guess nowadays meeting in real life is like, like not on Tinder. Like at a friend's birthday party. <laughs> I mean, this is a story you can tell. Hey on, man, on I go I go back to the days where you had to call a girl's house when you were younger and like talk to the mom or dad and be like, oh Hi, is is Alyssa home? And oh and hope God. for the best. I hope her dad doesn't. <laughs> I know, I know that was very. Understand. You see, people don't understand. They think it's hard to meet people now and no, to start dating. No, All they have to do is swipe. It, I mean, and then you text. You don't even have to talk. Or what about the fact that, like, maybe you would see someone that you were really interested in and have a conversation, but not get their number, and then right. they're gone forever. Forever. You never can find them ever again. Before Facebook. Maybe you, like, look, yeah. in, look in the local newspaper for, like, misconnections or whatever. <laughs> now, <laughs> it was like your only... Yeah, you could have that same experience. Be like, oh, well, I, was just, I favorited four of her tweets, so I'm sure she'll <laughs> respond. The only and, way to do and it. And so... You guys, you met, was it in New York or L.A. that it, you met? It, it was L.A. We both have uh, lived in L.A. for a ah, while. Okay, so that's why L.A. tugs at your heart, too. I just have been there for a long, it's just, it's not that it's home, because New York is always going to be home to me, but you spend enough time anywhere, you certainly get attached to a to a place, but New York's always home. I don't Did really... you always come home for Thanksgiving? Uh, not always. Christmas, I've never, I never miss. And it was always really hard, especially when I was a lot younger, to get back for Thanksgiving and then go back for... Right, yeah, that's always hard because they're so hard. squished together. Yeah. Now, you have something to help people out, don't you, for Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, I do. Um, and This is to help all the other people who have to go home or want to go home for Thanksgiving. Yes, and, uh, well, I'm big into apps that make sense like I, I love when I see a product or an app that makes me kind of say like why didn't I think of that and it's basically because I'm not qualified to <laughs> think of that stuff but Though you are closer than we are to Silicon Valley I guess yeah. so I guess so but anyway uh, people a lot smarter than me at uh, Allstate have started the uh, Good Hands Rescue app and it's basically a roadside assistance app which puts you in touch with a network of providers so no matter what you need whether it's a, a flat tire being changed, a toe, or like me, you run out of gas, which I've done several times. How do you do that? By not paying attention. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like a turtle thing to do. Exactly. Uh, you know. Funny, saving the environment. Come on. <laughs> right. Lowering his carbon footprint. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it connects you with all the providers. You actually get to see who's coming to help you, how far away they might be. You know how much you're paying in advance, and you don't get hit with a price. So it's like, like Uber. It's Uber, but for rescue with your car, it's like right? AAA, and, but uh, right. You could, but say it's sort that. of Uber-like because you can watch the the tow truck come, right? And to you, get act, you and you only pay for what you use. It's on demand. So if you if you pay for a tow, you pay for that tow, and then you're not tied to any other payments or memberships or right. subscriptions. So you don't have to join AAA. So this is like an alternative. This is, is the it, alternative, right? Is this national? Yes, nationwide. So you sign up. What's it, what is it called? How do you find you it? You download the free app in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. It's called Good Hands Rescue. And it's literally as simple as clicking on the service that you need. The GPS finds where you are, shows you everyone in your area for that service, gives you the price, the time. 
they show up, you track them. Like I said, you don't pay anything else. And uh, the day before Thanksgiving, which is the most traveled day yeah, of the year, the entire for holidays, year. Uh, the good hand, through the Good Hands Rescue app, you could get rescues uh, for two dollars on that day to get the what? ball started. What? Yep. Really? That's what? Right. That's right. What? No, no surge price. Happy holidays. <laughs> Enjoy. Two dollars. Wait, rescue. for two dollars, they'll come and tow your car. That is correct. It might be worth uh, getting That's stranded incredible. On, on purpose just to meet somebody, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> See, you're still a, trying to flip <laughs> this into something. I don't know. You know, it's all, it's all about networking. <laughs> networking. So uh, the day before Thanksgiving, yes. if you have downloaded this app, the Good Hands app, and then you get stuck on the road, you get a flat tire, you run out of gas like you, <laughs> um, you can actually get a, a tow truck or a rescue person to come and save you for just two dollars. That is absolutely now. Correct. And and what if you never use it again? Do they then charge you something more later? Nope. You just don't. Wow. You don't use it or pay for anything until you actually need it. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. And again, like I said, I, I like partnering with products that I actually use that I could actually talk about because I've used it before. So. Okay. Well, listen, but I just want to go back, though, and talk about 50 Cent for a minute, though. <laughs> okay, more. I'm always down <laughs> now that about, Now that we know that we can get rescued on Thanksgiving, so does he really carry around all that cash all the time? He's always Instagramming himself, like lying in bed, almost naked, with money. I don't know if he does that all the time. All I know is also before Power, before I was on Power, I, did, I was on... Uh, watch what happens live and one of the questions was how much money you guys each have in your pocket and i actually thought i was like oh i just stopped at the atm i got like 800 bucks on me Whoa. and i think 50 it's on you could see it i think he pulled out like a quick easy 15 g's like <laughs> oh so he really does so i was like oh okay does he not, does <laughs> he not, does he not have any credit or something is that maybe why he has to get around cash <laughs> well maybe he doesn't like to put it in the bank because i mean he is always arguing with the tax man so <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> they what can right. find it that's there kind of what just, i was Safer to keep it on his body. Yeah, keep it on cash. Keep it on cash. Does he? Do you feel like when you're on the set of Power though, and you know this is a a TV show that's well. First of all, like you know, we live here in New York City. You're from New York City, and I mean, it has a. I mean, New York has a big history of the mafia, and this is sort of, in a way, a little bit mafia-like in a, a new form of mafia and the kind of loyalty they have. Isn't it this these powerful people who are kind of living a very dangerous life, and yet they have families? There's certain rules, I guess. That yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're actually you're kind of going home with the uh, the criminal in the way. It's almost like some of the older movies Sounds where you, you root for the bad guy a little bit. But that's the thing. Like the the ghost character, the Tommy character, they're, they they have fans that, that have identified with them, not because they're criminals, it's just because you see them go home, you see their family, you see their kids, you see the way they live, and um, it definitely and New they, York they is another. And they have those double sides yes. to them. It's and the Tony Soprano effect, right? Yeah. Yes, and New York is absolutely a character in power for sure. Like the way they use the city, and they act, they they shoot the look of the winter, which is not always great for the actors, but looks really great on film. So New York is a big part of, of the story. Do you, do you, how do you think people have a double life? Like I have to tell you that Gino and I have interviewed most of the mob wives over the period of it's last true. few years. And, you know, they, their dads, they're either married to mob guys or their dads are mob leaders. And I mean, they're really nice and they love their dads and their husbands. They have families like it's such it's so strange. They can just have such a divide between what goes on in the mob and these people that they love. Like, how do you do that? I mean, if I knew how to answer that question, I'm, I'm sure people would be 
asking for me to advise on bigger important matters. I, that's a great question. I, I legitimately because it's similar in power. They have this double side. These are not people that have no heart. Right, and I, I think that's that's kind of the interesting thing to play as an actor because there, there's no formula for that. You could go many different ways in the performance with that because no one's figured out. Oh, you do that because of this. You could you could as an actor create the reasons why. Which is, I'm sure, what Omari and Joe have done. Like so why well. they justify whatever it is that got them to that point. They've they've done their own back and how they can keep it in two separate boxes in their heads, like compartmentalizing on a whole right. other level. Now, um, I have to tell you that I went to uh, a luncheon for Sully, mm-hmm. and um, Clint was there, and I said hello, and and Tom was there, and uh, I got to meet the real Sully. I was like How so was that? excited. Yeah. Did you get to meet him? I didn't unfortunately oh. get to meet him. Um, you were in the movie? He was not on set uh, the days I worked. I, oh, I wasn't man. in the, I didn't work a ton of days, so I'm sure he was around. But uh, I do also know there was a lot of people uh, like um, the the officer who I played, Mike Delaney, who uh, he actually did the real jump Rescue. in the movie though, right. too. He did the stunt jumping from the helicopter oh, into the water. Really? Wow. Yes, because uh, that's definitely something I am not that qualified you to do. do right? so. Especially in the ice cold Hudson River. Uh, yeah, I still can't. But I still every when I look at the Hudson River, I still can't. Well, unfortunately that that for happened. the real Sully, Tom Hanks will now replace him in the public consciousness, right? As the as the as the more important version of Sully. So, and you met Tom, right? So. Just for a second, but I actually talked to Sully for a couple of minutes and he was just so nice and very humble. Um, and I, and, you know, just, uh, I think just so honored that he was getting this experience of being recognized. I mean, he went through a lot I mean, he went through the trauma of actually being that person who had all those people's lives in his hands and making sure that he got them to safety. So that was very traumatic. And then you watch the film, you see what he went through and there's this big investigation about yeah. whether or not he'd done the right thing. So that was very traumatic. Which it's hard to think that he didn't do the right thing because he saved everyone. Exactly. So the fact that that was even in debate, I think was, would have been hard for us to understand, which is what, you know, you see when you go watch the movie. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. But I have to say, I came away just feeling, both from watching the film and then meeting him in person, that this is somebody who truly has integrity and is a real American hero. Yeah, I, I just... I remember auditioning for that movie because I I'd auditioned for like three other Clint Eastwood movies in the past and I've just chalked it up. This is going to be something I do and never get the part and that's totally fine. And when I got the call uh, that I, I got this this small supporting role, I'm like, I it felt I felt the sense of like, wow, this is really cool to just to be a small, tiny part of this story. What, what, what was Clint like as a director? Uh, amazing. Get uh, over here, kid. Yeah, well, you're hoping, <laughs> by the way, I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping for all that kind of kind of stuff to happen but he he was he was great he was on top of everything and you could just see why he's been doing this for so long and has such command and the crew obviously loves working for and with him and 
it was unbelievable. I'll treasure that experience. Well, listen, we'll treasure that you came in and did our podcast. You're very nice. And uh, we're going to wish you the best on the wedding. And you got to come back and tell us and bring your fiance. I will. My <laughs> your bride to be. My bride to be. Your bride to be. That's yes. what you can call her. My bride to be. My bride to be. Here's my bride to be. And you can bring your mom and uh, <laughs> yeah, come careful. and tell us all about your wedding plans. Oh, gee. All right. That's going to be an interesting episode. And, and uh, so, but yeah. good luck. We'll look forward to the next season of Power. And also, remember, guys, if you have a problem on the road on Thanksgiving or the day before Thanksgiving, just two bucks. Yes. And good hands, good right? Good hands rescue. Rescue uh, app. Yes. And uh, and then it, it'll be helpful afterwards. But listen, wonderful talking, Jerry, about everything that's going on in your life. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming time. back to New York. Yes, it's good <laughs> to be back. Goodbye. Okay,